Hi, welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantelle from Simply In Order Photo Organising. Imagine you can find any photo at any time at the click of a button. We are here to show you how. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome to our episode five, which is golden rule number four, sort and organize your photos. Yes. Hello. Hi, Fiona. Hi Chantelle. <laughs> A fun one today. Oh, yes. It's going to be good. This is the bulk of it. <laughs> we actually have decided to make two parts mm -hmm. out of this episode. So today we're only going to talk about digital photos. Yep. And in the next episode, number six, we will talk about how to sort and organize the printer photos because that is a bit different, obviously, and um, we'll keep that separate. Fantastic. So it's not going to be too long. All right. So what are we going to be talking about today? <laughs> so today, now that we have talked through our first um, three golden rules, which is number one, backup. Yep. Golden rule two is know your why. And golden rule three is how to create a hub. Yes. Now we have arrived at sorting and organizing. Testing so, the fun bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you do have your hub, hopefully, after the last episode. We gave you all the information on how to create a hub. Yep. And... So to start with today, I'll give you a bit of an overview and then we'll dive deep. Um, first of all, we're going to run a backup. And as we learned in golden rule number one, but then we're also going to create a copy of our hub as it is now after we've created it. And then we'll have to take a very important decision and that is how are we going to structure our hub? how should that look like in the future and there's different ways to do that and different structures and mixes of it so we'll talk in detail about that yeah and a big part of sorting and organizing is often deduplicating because we tend to have tons of duplicates um, and there are softwares out there and apps that we can use to help us because it can be a bit too much to visually compare yeah. photos. Yes, definitely. And eventually we will have the new hub and merge or move everything into the new hub with the new structure. And that's where we'll continue working on sorting and organizing our photos. Fantastic. Mm. Sounds so that's, good. That's what we're going to talk about today. That's great. And it's going to... We have to warn you, it's probably going to be a lot of information it to is, take in, yes, isn't it? It can is. be a bit confusing. and uh, There are a few different know, options, yeah. But uh, we're going to put things yeah. in the show notes for you. So, yes. Um, and with a few visuals, this one is um, is definitely going to be, yeah, yeah just, a, just sort of yeah. a bit of a flow of what the steps are because I think in this process this is where people can get quite stuck. Yes. yes. And it is a, it can be a really big job if you've been putting this off organizing all your photos mm. for some time you really can have quite 
a selection and collection and (laughs) mixture of, you know, that hub that you've created in that gathering um, process can look a little bit daunting. And some people get started and then they stop and then they start again and they can get themselves in a bigger mess. So (laughs) we'll do, we will put some things, please have a look at our show notes and Yes, there's we'll lots of links in them today yeah. and and a little gift and some visuals, yeah. so it's worth checking out. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so what is what our first step is? So what we'll have is um, you will have gone through, or I suggest that you do have a listen to our backup episode mm-hmm. on backing up. So that's already done. You've got your three backups, two different types of devices, and ideally one of those is off-site. So the next thing we're going to do is what you've done in the um, in the episode that we've talked about with the golden rule number three about creating a hub. We're going to call that in this episode your original hub. Right, yeah. So your original hub is where we lovingly call that mess that has been <laughs> copied onto and it's one location and it's got everything that you need to now organise in the one place. So... Without being too redundant with the whole copying, we're not copying crazy people here, but <laughs> we do want you actually to make another copy. <laughs> so so what this is is not a backup. This is different. The other ones that we were talking about is a backup. That's a backup yeah. of everything that you've got and all of those things with your photos in amongst it, but that's called a backup. Mm. What we're talking about now in this stage of doing all of that organising is you've got that original hub. And we'd like you to make a copy of that and keep it in a separate location, maybe on an external hard drive. Um, If you'd like to use your computer, just use it on the computer and have a copy of that Mm. and call that your working hub. So we leave the original alone. We're going to leave that there and that really is, it's a great, um, I mean, as personal, you know, yeah. personal photo organizers <laughs> ourselves, you do make changes and then you have to go yeah. back and see what was the original files yeah. and where it was originally if you've moved something and you're not quite sure if mm. it was in a folder or was that part of a book that you'd made yeah. or it's really, really good just to leave mm. that original um, hub that you've created yeah. alone. So that's why we're going to leave that alone now. You've created it and it's there. So now you're going to um, make a copy of that either on an external drive or on the computer and call that your working hub. Yeah, that's a a good point, Fiona, that you mentioned it. You have to um, rename the folder or the, yeah. Yes. To be very clear what's the working one. And And I think these steps, you know, like like Chantel mentioned, we'll step this out for you in the show notes. Um, But follow that step because this is really where you can make a bit of a mess. Mm. And so if you've renamed it, you've clearly got original hub working hub so then you just leave that one alone and yeah Mm. you've got your working Mm. one all right so um the first thing then that we want you to do is once you've got your working hub done um we have a very important decision to make yeah (laughs) (laughs) what is that decision that um, our lovely listeners need to make before they jump into anything yeah what's the next thing yeah it's it might actually not be a very hard decision it's uh oftentimes it's it's pretty obvious and people kind of know what to do so the decision we need to make is how do how do we want to structure our future our new photo hub yeah um 
And there's various options how you can do that. Again, as always in photo organizing, there's no real right or wrong. So you have to think about your personal preferences, what works for you. And there is no photo organizing police. We're not going to come and tell you <laughs> if you choose another way. So, True. so, and again, this also maybe think back to your original why, yeah. because that might help you and make it clearer about how you want to structure your photos. So you also have to think about two things here. You might want to start completely fresh. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say from experience, if you're someone who has, for example, not really put your photos on the computer so far, you have created that hub and you have lots of different folders from USBs and camera cards and what have you. So there's no, no structure or anything yes. going on really. Yeah. You start afresh and then that's the, the the one option. The other option is that if you already have the majority or a lot of photos, let's say if you're on Windows, you have your photos in the picture folder and you have already got a structure going in there. And if that structure works for you, use that. You don't have to do it all, you know, and start, start, again. start again. Exactly. That, that's not what we want. We don't want to create more work than necessary. Yeah. So if given that, this structure works for you, mm. keep it up and build on that rather than start it all fresh and, and start moving. That's right. And I think that's that decision, necessary. yeah, I think yeah. that decision will be um, like, you know, different clients that I know that mm. I've worked with and the same as you, um, you know, it just say they've got uh, maybe if you're listening and you've got a lot of photos on your phone yes, um, and you're wanting to sync say you're, you're an iPhone user and you're wanting to use iCloud, yeah. that would then be a logical place to start mm-hmm. as your library hub. So rather than moving all of those photos into a new place, yes. you can start with that. Yeah. So they'll be on your working hub drive that we you yeah. know that folder that we've just created mm. um and then and then that's where you start yes. so when we go through these next steps that's yeah. sort of the bulk of what you're going yeah. to be working with that's right. mm. um but with those with that other option if you don't have yeah. anything like that um what are some ways that they can start afresh so if you start afresh what most people uh, tend to use is a simple chronological structure mm-hmm. which can be you know the top folders could be decade and then the years within that and then the months that's right. very simple uh, for other people semantical structure works better I just talked to a friend the other day she's someone who traveled extensively throughout her life and she's got obviously a lot of travel photos so for her it makes more sense to sort them by theme. So that would be by continent and then within that by country and then maybe by year because she tends to visit the same That's places great. more than once. Yeah, so, um, That's wonderful. And for her that works great and then there's obviously a mixture of both. So you can mix that up as I've just said which is a mix of semantical and chronological or you can do it the other way around, and that's how personally I do it with the chronological. My basic structure is chronological, but if I had a bigger event, yep. that would be a separate folder. So, for example, it would be you know May two thousand eighteen, and there would be all the snap, all the the snapshots 
that don't really belong to an event, but then I might have a folder, May 2018, holiday, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's a separate folder. And most people, I find, they, they quite like that. That's the logic. Yeah. That, that's I, how the brain functions. That's right. But not for everyone. So, again, there's mm. no right or wrong. Yeah, and I yeah. think some people probably, when they're going through what they've, mm. you know, put on that original hub anyway when they've yes. started moving folders and things over or yeah. copying you know photos from a hard mm. drive or a you know yeah. sd card or something yeah. um yeah they'll probably naturally see those yeah. trends and then yeah. Yeah, i think it, it's not a difficult decision and you know no. you can definitely no. pop, pop us a question on facebook if you're not quite sure which way to go yeah. with um yeah. but uh like Chantel that's said that's right. something that'll be in the show notes you know we've yeah. got some structures empty file structures yes, there for that's them a little gift for, yeah. for our they can, to um, use that link and go and download empty structures and it's all there, so you can do whatever you want to do with it. You can move around for the three minutes. So great, so, rather than having to create yes, 1991, yes, 1992. Yeah. And it actually goes back to, <laughs> yeah. to um, 1900. So yeah, I know it's fantastic. <laughs> if you've got historical photos and yeah. old family photos, it's all Scanning. ready for you there. It so you and need, really all then yeah. they need to do when they follow through these next yeah. steps is just to start yeah. moving those yeah. photos into yeah. that structure and then yeah. – Voila, they're better yeah, organised. That's right. <laughs> so just another thing here on that too, we haven't mentioned what happens if you work with a program, if you don't have a structure on that sits on your, you know, in that picture folder, for example, on Windows. If you, if you for example, on Macs and you use Photos yep. as the default app, and especially if you work with iCloud and your phone photos are synced to your library on your computer, then you it's a bit different then, but you can still think about how you want to structure it. By default, it will, of course, be chronological. Yeah. So the latest photos is, you know, at the bottom of the list. But then, of course, in programs like that, you can create your own folders and albums and smart folders and what have you. Yeah. We're not going to go into that now. That will Maybe we'll do an episode on that. Exactly. Yeah, we, <laughs> Maybe I'm, we'll sure we'll, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will because lots of people use, use photos. We'll do it sooner than later, which exactly. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I use it myself. Um, Me too. Me too. So, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, it's so that, that might change things a bit, but, the you know, the the idea is the same. You, you yeah. should have a, a think how you want to structure exactly. your library, whether yeah. it's in a program or not. Yeah. 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 So that's the first decision, your first mm. decision to make. Right. Fantastic. So once we've done the made that decision and we've looked and say you've got yourself all sorted out as far as um, deciding where you're going to actually have your photos um, as you're going through this cleanup and organizing stage, mm. the first thing that you're going to be doing is getting rid of all those duplicates. Duplicate, <laughs> duplicate, duplicate. So Chantel, what are some of the options and tools that um, we can use as far as um I just say they've got their folders, they've got yeah. they've got all their their you know in they're in their working hub yeah. and they've got all of those things. What's like, where do they start with this duplication? Obviously if they've got mm. maybe I don't know, fifty thousand photos in amongst them, they can't look at each <laughs> one and yeah. look in another folder and find another one. Thankfully we live in a different era now that mm. we can use some great software. So tell yeah. us about some of those software. Yeah, so 
we we're gonna sink i think at least a few tools that we use ourselves yeah so obviously we we used to work with a lot of photos but i find uh recently especially that it has become apparently the norm that you know a photo hub easily has like 60,000 or more photos and as you say that's a bit too much to (laughs) to go through yeah (laughs) um so when we work on a Mac, personally, I like to use Photo Sweeper, and uh, we'll put the links in the show notes for that, and you can check it out. Again, we're not affiliated in any way with these companies. It's just the tools that we use and most yeah. of the professional organizers use. Um, Photo Sweeper is the big one on, you know, for Macs. Yeah, and it's a very easy-to-use yes. uh, program. Yes, yes. So, yeah, uh, like any new software and things like that, yeah. um, it's just getting used yeah. to it and reading up on it. And but, yeah, it's fantastic. What I like about Photo Sweeper, what it does, it you can't only compare duplicates of photos when they sit in a photo library. So if you use photos on your Mac, you can use that program, but you can also use it if your photos are just anywhere on your hard drive or in the finder and don't sit in your photo library, yep. that's completely independent. And it works together so you can compare if you already have a photo library, let's say, let's say in that case you've got your main photo library and you have found a few USBs that you have just saved externally, not in that library, you can compare the two. and check what is already in my library. If you're lucky, they're all there already, and then you don't have to import them and merge it. So I like that that it does both. That's very helpful, I find, oftentimes. Yeah, me too. Um, And what are some of the ways, um, like some of the options? So when the program starts up and there's a lot, maybe we'll do another episode on how to use it. Might be a bit hard without the visuals, really. But But, uh, as far as just how it finds that, what sort of. Yeah, that's the good thing about these programs, all of them that we mentioned. They don't actually... Um, compare only file names for example they do actually look at the photo and compare the photo so if you have a photo that is duplicate or even triplicate yeah um or more yeah (laughs) um and they have different file names, but they're the same photo. It will recognize them. Yeah. And that's where it really pays off to mm-hmm. to invest a bit in the softwares in any of them. And they're not very expensive. No. To, so it's worth if it you worth feel that you do have hundreds and thousands of duplicates, it's absolutely worth investing in that software. Yeah. And, I, and um, we find that a lot. I see that, yeah. um, you know, people definitely have made a copy and put it on yes. a copy on a copy. Yes. And, and yeah. you know, now that you're using this working hub, you'll be able to just yeah. search that whole thing. Yes. And the other thing too that's great about PhotoSweeper, um, you really can have a look and see um, if maybe you've done a screenshot or you've yeah. done a, a low-resolution file, mm. maybe you've taken – you know, emailed it to someone else and then, yes. but you've got the higher resolution yes. of the same photo. And so you can, there's a lot of settings options to yes. just get yes. rid of all of yes. those that yes. are in a certain folder or that are a certain, below a certain size or pick the highest yes. size that yes. you want. And yes. so you can have a look around. It's really not that complicated. And, and but you can still do the visual check. You can, absolutely. you know, it, comes it brings up, up as an option. And you can look at them and yeah. you can manually change things. You can, 
ultramark them and then delete them. You don't just delete, of course, you know, no. it's not how it works. Well, yeah. you can, but yeah. <laughs> we don't recommend that, I suppose. No, so we're saying um, that you'd move that then once they've found yes. them, you'd move them out of the yes. folder and then yes. you'd go through exactly. it that way and then yeah. put them in a one yeah. called um, duplications, yeah. duplicate, yeah. duplicates, yeah. Um, and yeah. then and yeah. then they'll they'll yeah. come out of that yeah. original um, on the working mm-hmm. hub out of there into this and then you'll keep yeah. going through that uh, process. And, and you can also look for similar photos rather than just exact duplicates. Yeah. I find that's quite helpful when you have booths, for example, where yep. you've got like 10 very similar photos. So it would uh, come up with them and you pick the best and mm. delete the rest. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good yeah. it's a really yeah. good um, So there's heaps of different settings way to do that. Yeah. Have you used another one, Fiona, that you like? Yeah, look, there's a few others. We've got um Power Photos, which is uh, that's a Mac only yeah. software. Yeah. Um that one only does libraries. So if you're looking at photo library um for Mac in photos, mm. um and sometimes what I'll find that happens, and you may be in this situation too if you're listening, that you've got uh, maybe you've upgraded your computer or you've got a hard drive that you've backed up that library and mm. then you've got another library and you just want to compare what's yes. in what mm-hmm. um, and and so that's it's just a great program yes. for that. So it goes in and, and looks mm. at those, and again, you've got a lot of different options, and um, to sort mm. through those, and then again, move them out. But our goal here, when you're going through this um, the duplication deduplication process, is really just as you're going through on that on that working hub in mm. that photo working photo hub to um, to move them out to move move those photos out of the folders the ones that are duplicates yes. and so you may try one of these programs photo sweeper and you mm. you know this we definitely do use you know more than just one program yeah um, and then you can also then do a manual look look no program that we're suggesting here is foolproof Yes, that's unfortunately. True. Yes. No, <laughs> they're not. It'd be very helpful if it was. <laughs> but they're not. Um, and so, look, for a number of different reasons, you know, it doesn't always find that. So, don't, ju- what, what we would say as a best practice is don't just rely on that. Run them through, look at all the different options in yeah. some of these programs, um, and then. Mm. Obviously, though, you will need to do a visual look through at the yeah. end, but you might have got rid of 20,000. It definitely saves you a lot. Oh. I mean, the <laughs> programs really are fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but just know that they're not foolproof, unfortunately. Yeah. They can yeah. be fooled. But um, another program is uh, Gemini 2. And again, we'll put the links on uh, in the show notes. Uh, that's Mac. And. That one does documents and photos, so it's just something else to bear in mind that you might be able to use that, you know, for your other parts of your Mm. computer stuff. But we're obviously talking about photos, but this is, you know, it's a great program for that. Um, And it also does the libraries, like we're talking about, and no libraries. One of the things when you're looking at downloading any of these programs uh, with Gemini to, uh, we'd also, we can recommend using Clean My Mac Yes, um, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so that's just you know while you're in the cleanup mode on your photos, <laughs> you jump in and do the rest of your computer too. But work on your photos first; they're more fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the other programs, this is a Windows-based one. This is a fantastic program. Um, I know she tell you use this one quite a bit too. Mm. Uh, Duplicate Cleaner Pro, um, and again, you can bundle that in with Clean My PC. 
mm. uh, which is another program. So again, just a Windows based option yeah. when you're going yeah. through those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so That's a really good one. Yeah. Mm. So they're good. All right. So have a have a look at a little look around at some of those duplication de deduplication. We don't want to duplicate anymore. <laughs> deduplication programs, um, and that's really that first step in this organising. Just just move out your duplicates. Once that's done, we move on to the very next important step, and that is going to be merging the photos into what you've made that decision. As uh, the final file structure, we're going to be moving photos into that file structure. Right. Mm. So, look, it's really not that complicated, but the best advice that we have for you listening here is get yourself that logbook and as you're going through this, these processes with your um, deduplicating and merging, just really keep a track of it because it isn't something that can yes. be done in an hour maybe it is if you haven't got that yeah. many photos yes yeah. great <laughs> Possibly. actually yeah. but um often this does take quite a bit of time yeah. and programs can run you can might set it on your computer to run overnight and then you come back yes. in the morning and you yeah. think what was i searching what was i actually mm. deduplicating which folder was i working on and um yeah yes. that logbook's really good especially yeah. when you're coming into this merging this next merging mm, section that's right yeah so with your merging um really it's it's just a matter of then bringing those photos once you've gone through and deduplicated the um on your working hub you'll have a folder that will have what's been taken out your duplicates and then you'll be left with photos that need to be merged into yes. this new structure. So if you've decided to use the chronological, the file structures or start afresh, maybe start yeah. a brand-new fresh iPhoto mm. library or start a new file system just in folders, yeah. either one, whichever way you've chosen, um, then this is when you'll start moving those into those flows folders mm. or into that photo program. So, so far we've done our deduplicating and then we're doing our merging. So once we've done that, Chantel, that sounds like it should take 10 minutes. Unfortunately, it yeah. doesn't. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, <laughs> it sounds so easy. easy. I know. Um, be patient with the process. Be patient with the process. Um, mm. So once that's happened, um, Chantel, what's the next step? So now we've actually reached, uh, we've done a lot. If if you're here and you've done all that, you've, you've achieved a massive <laughs> that amount. Is true. So you, yeah. you basically have. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> Do you happy dance? Do you happy dance? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not quite finished yet. No. But it's a great but step. But it's a good, so good start. Our yep. next step is the actual sorting and organizing. So. By merging it and moving it into that folder structure, you've sorted it into that structure. So what do we do next? We're going to clean up. Yeah. You already have deleted a lot of duplicates if you had them. Not everybody has. Um, and the next step is to really actually look at your photos and declutter. Yeah. Clean that thing up. You don't need 60,000 <laughs> photos over a span of 10 years. That's a lot of photos. It is. Again, it is. there's well, no right or wrong. They may have traveled. Exactly. They may have traveled. They may have But if it's all of the one backyard yeah. <laughs> that has, you know, grass growing and then the, yeah. you know, what, 
look, you know, we're not, you can do whatever you like. Yes, of course. <laughs> but yes, the end yes. result definitely yes, um, yes. is photos that you can enjoy yes. and yes. go back to that um, golden rule of finding out the why. Yes. Yes. And this next step, yeah, yes. is a really yes. important And that's, that's where the why um, is important to get, back to and to remind yourself what you want with your photos in the end because that will help you to decide which ones you're going to keep yeah. and which ones you're going to call. That's right. And, and they, they might go down from 60,000 to 20,000. Yeah, like this yeah, is a process really yeah, yeah. and that will depend yes. on what that goal yeah. is. Yeah, And it's, it's you know, some of them are really obvious like if, if you've got the eyes closed on a photo, that can probably go. If it's blurry, overexposed, underexposed, whatever. If you've got, you know, 20 similar ones, like from a boost, keep one. You don't need the 20. Um, and there's just some, you know, there's a lot of different categories that don't really belong in a photo collection either. For example, screenshots. Often I find screenshots, they don't belong in a family a photo collection yeah so, and often the screen yeah. the shot of the screen was done for a purpose yeah. that was a temporary yeah. and then yeah. they and moved they on go. and yeah. then if it was something yeah. particular yeah. you know then they keep them yeah. in a folder but yes. yeah usually that kind of thing that's is. what i tend to recommend to people with photos like this the screenshots or if you take photos that serve as a reminder you, you know a book cover of a book that you'd like to read and stuff yeah. like that in my in in my view, it doesn't really belong into family collection. So I recommend if you want to keep it, move it out in you know Evernote or whatever you use yeah. as a note taking thingy, or, whatever, yeah, or, exactly or any, keep any it in program. your heart, but you know maybe in a different folder, in a separate yeah. folder, yeah, called you know books to read, books yeah. to watch if yeah. you've seen something. Yeah. yeah, so that that's what we're doing now: deleting, culling, um, possibly moving a few things again if you find they're not in the right spot and then before we kind of end this whole chapter what we also going to do and this can happen by the way while you call and go through the photos you can choose your favorites yeah we're not going to talk about keywording and other fancy stuff that you can do that helps you later on but as a minimum we kind of feel Choosing your favourites, that's yeah. a good way to, yeah. to um And that's right, we'll, organize talk, and we'll talk about photos. all those keywords as yeah. we're going to do another episode on yes. that because it really, mm. yeah, and that's a bit more in depth. But yes. for this sort of an overview really yeah. of that, um, of this golden yeah. rule of doing that sort and organise, yeah. yeah and, and, and so yeah. how would you, um, just as a quick tip so, on favourites, I mean most yeah, People so it's that, but if it's pretty, in a file structure. Yeah, it's easy with, with Mac, you just, you know, you click on that little heart on the photo and you've got your favourite yep, in Windows. In you can uh, Windows uses a star rating, so your favourite could be the five-star and you can do that in batches too if you see more than one photo at once and you just select them and you all give them the same yeah. star rating and that already will make it easier in the future for you if you search for photos. Yeah. You can search for only your favourites and then there you go, you've got them. There, yeah. so that's that's a simple step to do. That's a lot simpler than adding keywords and tags, obviously, yeah. and doesn't take too much time since you already add it, going through them to call and delete. Uh, you can just do that at the same, same yeah, time. Same really, time. I think. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. 
that's wonderful. That is, uh, it sounds so easy. I'm going to go do mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already got mine done, Chantelle, of course. <laughs> so, you know, time-consuming work, know, you know. know. And again, yeah, do you use that logbook that really, because it's not done in, yeah. an, in an afternoon. Yeah, so. that's true. But it is worth doing it. And once you have it, it's it's great. So you know, good. And so much through. fun then as far yeah. as just making quick albums and yeah. organising, you know, mm. kids going through grade six and they've got yes. to um, select that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> select different photos from different years. And yes. really it's, yeah. there's so many benefits of just having, you know, we know it's a bit of a time-consuming process, yeah. but obviously you're listening to this podcast for a reason. You found us somehow. Mm. <laughs> and so it's got to do with your photos and you know we really hope that this has been a helpful episode to be able to just take those next steps you know really deal with those big issues step through these golden rules um in in a in a really systematic way and um it doesn't have to be overwhelming dealing with a lot of photos can be yes but this just follow these few steps um and ask us questions as we go along and uh, you know on facebook or through our websites and email us but um so just as a quick summary we're asking in this uh episode four we're suggesting that what you do next is to do your backup do your golden rules number one, which is your, your three, two, one of your backup, backup of everything. Then you're going to do your, the hub that you've, your, your original hub that you've done from your golden rule number three. Mm-hmm. Make a copy of that and call that your working hub. And then once you've done that, you start doing your deduplicating, merging those photos into the structure that you've decided. And then sort and organize them. Get rid of those, mm. get rid of those duplicates. Make some favorites if you'd like to. Um, hang out for our, our, um, our episode on keywording and get all fancy. <laughs> uh, you know, you can go and listen to, pop over and listen to that one, um, once it's up. So, um, you know, we really wish you all the best. This is just if you if you've come this far and you really are going through it, you will feel such a sense of relief yeah. knowing that um, now when you want to sit down and go through your photos, you can you can mm-hmm. just delete those ones once they're all in that one spot yeah. and you know you've got rid of all the duplicates mm. or um or that they're at least able to be sorted and managed and sort of yeah. favorited in in the one location it's very freeing i think for people to really yeah. feel that sense of um of order even just getting and this far and then being able to really jump into some of those projects that they've got as to why they're yeah. doing this yeah. in the first place yeah. Wonderful. Well, thanks, Chantel. Thank As always, you. it's a pleasure. <laughs> it is. <laughs> thanks for joining us on this episode of um, DIY Photo Organising. And we look forward to speaking to you and seeing you online on our Facebook page. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see you soon. Yes. See okay. you then. Bye. Bye. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of DIY Photo Organising and found some inspiration, useful tips and strategies to support your photo projects. We'd love to invite you to pop over to our Facebook page, DIY Photo Organising, and we welcome your questions, feedback and any future topics that you'd like us to cover. If there is someone you'd love to share this with, please click on share to help others take control of their photos too. Remember, have a look through our show notes for links to helpful information. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. 
and I'm Chantal from Simply in Order Photo Organizing. And remember, we believe in you and you can do this.